Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. I asked you if you had cheese for breakfast. And get in. Belvita. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Okay. No, no. We get it. Yeah. Bill's a weirdo. Good. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny. Which no one can deny. Don't try it till you've had it. This is episode 103 of the Friends and Rivals podcast. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me each week are Stephen Wojtowicz, Bill Fougere, Nick Larita. That's it. No funny quips, no nothing. No, nah, man. Tight 45 tonight. We're getting this Tight done. Tight 45. I'm late. I'm getting running this done. Making everybody late tonight. So, wowzers. Wowzers. All right, Steve. What the fuck is going on with Timo Meyer? You got, you got Holtz was scratched in his AHL game tonight. No, 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 no. Not scratched. Holtz? Injured. Oh, he's injured. Oh, that sucks. He was cutting to the net as a cross ice pass was coming and he got cross checked right in the hip in between where you like your shoulder pads and the pants would mat meet. He got cross checked right in the ribs. And then they, he just, they took him out for the rest of the game. Oof. Oof. I, but I Meyer Meyer's injured also these day to day as well. Aren't we all now on the Elliot Friedman podcast tonight. They, whoa, 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 whoa. Why the fuck you're promoting other podcasts? What the fuck? Yeah, I am. Uh, I don't care if it's well-respected. He talked about how San Jose is ready to take it down to the wire. They're ready to wait until the trade deadline to actually make a move. But you're just running the risk of him getting injured again or more severely and nobody wanting him at all. Okay, would you rather that happen after the trade or before the trade? Him getting injured? Yes. After the trade, after after you've made well, I would rather he not get injured at all. If I'm San Jose, I would rather trade him before he gets injured. Oh, 100 percent So could why sh- wait? Well, it could shut him down, I guess. It's after he got injured or you're ready, right? So yeah, they can more. simply say, they can simply say, look, we're ready to make the deal right now. Everybody give us your best offer. They don't have to wait until the trade deadline to do that. No, right. so, has proved that they don't have to. Vancouver's proved that Ottawa. I mean, there's a number of different teams so far have proved you don't have to wait till the, till the deadline. There's Why just are they waiting. I don't know. Maybe they think they can get a better deal as we get closer. But I thought that I think that would go the other way. Don't you think? I would. would well, desperate. he's the number one trade chip out there, right? Yep. So I, I don't think as time goes on, his stock goes down any. No. Right. And it's only oh, a handful of teams that are even gonna are going after right. him. So it's just you just have a couple teams, two three teams probably, you know, bidding against each other at this point. Yeah. Tom, Tom is Tom is off his game. Today. If you don't if you don't put fucking traffic in front of a goaltender who's been stoning you all night, how do you expect to score? Fucking Con- Connor Hellebuck is gonna win the Vesna just based on tonight's performance. Ugh. You really got a tough time. I got to hand it to you. Yeah. I don't it, know how you do it. Poor guy. Really, really difficult to pass. <laughs> Tom, did you ever know that you're my hero? I am. Thank you very much. All right. So, so if Timo Meyer, well, who else is in on Timo Meyer? Is it is it the Hurricane? Carolina? Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. And fit right in with them. Holy they shit! They could they could just go. I mean, look, Toronto just went all in. You know, uh, it, Carolina could do the same. They've been they've been in the same composition for years. They just haven't. They've been right there. They haven't been able to make it, so maybe it's the year they just go, screw it, you know, go all in. And and look, in, in, even the Rangers, to an extent, they could use another piece. Do they go all in for Patrick Kane and give up a first, a, a prospect, and find somebody who would who would take the 25% to make his salary palatable? It, it, it can be done. What would stop him? Why, why wouldn't the Rangers – do that this year why wouldn't they when they have a team this stacked and they're one top six piece away that could literally put you over the edge hey if he's the guy and you got the pieces to make it happen maybe you just got to go for it i mean the east is is a war zone i don't 
who knows who's making it out of this in playoffs. There's would just, you rather, but would you rather give it all up for this one try? Or would you rather hang on to it and have another five or six years? Hang on to what? Whoever you got to give up to get them. You know, say you got to give up a Caco or a Lafreniere. You're, no, they're, they're, that's not happening. You're, you're giving up uh, a first round pick and a, either Kratzoff or a prospect not named Othman or Will Cooley. That's pretty specific. That's not. You think that's, that's you think deal. that's enough to get it? <laughs> you think that's enough to get Patrick Kane? Who, who else is he gonna? Who else is he gonna be traded to? Nobody. They don't have to trade him. Why? Why do they have to trade him? He's the fucking. He's the face of the franchise. Because they would get a first round pick, a young asset, all the things that they're gonna lose. Doesn't seem like a. Doesn't seem like enough Patrick. return. Doesn't doesn't. It's not enough return. You don't have to make the move just to make the move. Yes, but they're going to also lose on on a, on a strong rebuild. Look at what St. Louis has done this year. They they they've acquired three first round picks, young two players, two in their own. And this oh, is yeah. all part of their rebuild. If if Chicago wants to be part of that rebuild, they need the draft capital in which to do it. And right now, they're not I getting anything but Jonathan Taves because he took himself out of play. And the I don't think I don't think a pick in the twentieth. I don't think a pick in the twenties is really going to matter to them. Well, it, it also depends on what else you trade. You, you have Max Domi, you have Athens CU, you have a couple of other assets that you can trade. And now you have three or four first round picks as opposed to two. Hey, extra picks are, are good, man. For rebuilds. Hey, I've heard sure. this draft is pretty deep. Pretty I, deep. I, I've heard. I've heard that. Pretty deep. Pretty deep. Ready? Pretty deep, man. <laughs> Ugh, this game's over. Yeah. Uh, I fucking hate Winnipeg. Fuck you, Winnipeg. Kyle Connor. Uh, he did score a goal tonight. I fucking... Oh, man. Of course he did on you. Tom's <laughs> uh, arch nemesis, Kyle Connor. He is my arch nemesis. I hope we can get Kyle Connor on this, on this someday. <laughs> Never. <laughs> That'd Never. be my dream. My dream person on this, this podcast would be Kyle Connor. We will get Randy Travis the turd back on. No, we're good. <laughs> we, we're good. We're good. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Well, I see. If Timo Meyer doesn't work out, where are the devil's going? And do they have to make a move? I, I like a depth defenseman move at this point, like a Luke Shen, and then just somebody for the fourth line, you know, Maybe Calgary gives up somebody who's, you know, one of those hard to play against players or, you know, so, somebody in that mold. That that would be the that would be the wish list. Somebody that can that can move in for like a Miles Wood or a Nathan Bastion who's more physical and more aggressive on the puck than they are. They're, um, what's always aggressive? Well, anytime he, he's aggressive. he's aggressive in a straight line. Once he's got a turn, he falls. It's it's the most sad thing to, to watch. The next oh, shift, what? the next shift Miles Wood goes through where he stays on his feet through the entire shift. The next time he does that will be the first time he's ever done it. Holy crap. He's always he's always fall, you know, losing an edge and and falling whenever he's got a turn. So Bill, you've been awfully quiet during this whole. Hockey sucks. <laughs> I fucking hate this sport. <laughs> it, 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 to, to the listeners here, uh, Islander, Islanders and Penguins are playing right now, and uh, Penguins are blowing a lead right now. They had in the third period. And well, uh, when new. does that happen? That never happened. That's uh, yeah. now they are never after they before. lose tonight, which is inevitable in regulation. That'll be 15 points that they've shit away in the third period this year in one season. And that would imagine that if would they had half of them, those. Ha, yeah, half of them vaults them right into a secure playoff position. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Can I get a goaltender, please, at the deadline? Who's dealing goaltenders? You want can we can we get uh, Blackwood? You get Blackwood. We'll take we'll take uh I don't know, 10 of anything. 
<laughs> we don't have Tannehill anymore. No, Steve, Steve <laughs> three team deal. It's fine. <laughs> well, whoever you got, blue for you for Tannehill. Uh, no, no, send Billy, send him Tannehill. That's fine. That's we'll take. <laughs> can we ask? Can we ask Seattle? Like, just ask them. Hey, Seattle, can you trade Tannehill so that we can have a fucking goalie? We got, ba- we got Bastion you know, back. when there's games on everybody's so distracted yeah but you know i'm not even looking at the games because you know mine's over it's um if you look at the east do you think do you think the rangers are done no i don't i still think they need they still need a piece to push vz down to the fourth line they need something don't care what it is whether it's vetrano whether it's offman when when his season's over uh, whether it's Patrick Kane, whether whoever, I think they they have. But the troubling thing was, um, they have to get somebody to knock Beasy down. And the troubling thing is that in in Brooks's article today in the in the Post about the whole Patrick Kane saga, was that nobody wants Kratzoff, which is not surprising. Um, but he's a good young prospect that. Probably just needs to change the scenery. He's just a, he's an unknown commodity at this point. Yeah, really, is and, what he and is. That is not a lot of people want to take a chance on that. Apparently, can I ask you a question? Sure. No. Five goals <laughs> against. Three goals against. Three goals against. Two goals against. Four goals against. Four goals against. Two goals against. And now four goals against again. Mm-hmm. That's all in the month of February. Yeah, that's it's, it's definitely uh, troubling to. Uh, why is it? I mean, is I it know. bad defensive coverage? Is it well, look, and, mid-season and I, doldrums? Uh, again, I got to give Brooksy this the, the credit on this. Uh, Shesterkin save percentage has been under 900 in each of his last four starts and nine of his last 16. And he has allowed three goals on 10 shots, uh, through um, the first period, uh, in this, in, in this game tonight. Um, yes. I don't know. I, I can't answer that question. There, there, I, um, a week and a half ago, I put a tweet out there that Halak is greater than Shesterkin right Oof. now, and it's not even close. It's is it not, not debatable? Even, no, it's just not close. Halak has had much better numbers. The team play is playing a lot better in front of him um, than they are with Shesterkin. Look, I think Shesterkin will, will figure it out. Um, but time's running out on the season. You got to figure it out. Whether at this point, at this point, it's just a bad, you're going with, it's just a bad stretch. I, I really fucking hope so. (laughs) I gotta tell you that. I really fucking hope so because it's absolutely troubling. But the good thing is we got Halak and Halak is playing very, very well. Yeah. Maybe he should get the bulk of the starts. And maybe that that'll be a fucking. But there's no there's no, exp, you know, assumed injury or maybe something's going on. No, I mean even with him, I mean, come on, he gets bumped into and it's like his leg is falling off. Yeah. So how how can you tell? Well, how are you gonna tell? I so, don't know. So there's been a, a lot of hubbub, and we haven't really talked about this. Oh, I love hubbub about the um about the playoff format you guys have a problem with the current playoff format i i yeah. want to go back to the one day one versus eight and all that shit but if you do that then you have to reconfigure the metropolitan atlantic and the eastern and all that other shit i thought this was more hullabaloo than hubbub but is it a hullabaloo all right let's, fine. let's keep going with this i don't know if it, you need to reconfigure anything i just i just don't see the point to like why we have you know this, the Metro and Atlantic play each other. They're, you know, have, and have basically a champion of each side because, you know, it's pretty, every season happens and you can, yeah, you have all these guys, these teams that are lopsided. Right now, the Metro is pretty lopsided. And, you know, it, it makes sense to just reseed them. Why not? Why not, like, do, you know, I, in my opinion, yes, I think they should go back to like three divisions and then have like, you know, in the conference and then have, you know, winner of each division plus whatever wildcard scenarios you want 
whoever has most points, just reseed so them just, one to eight. So you're saying number one in all three and then the next five. Next five and just, but do by points. So whoever like the, you know, it used to be that way, kind of. It was just the two, it was the winners of two and then like divisions and then everyone else just kind of fell in line based on points, yeah. which makes sense because the whole, the whole point to me is like, you know, if you're playing 82 games, you you, you, you don't want to get screwed by some weird setup where you're like, oh, we get, we don't get the third seed because, you know, we're not in the right division. We have to go to the fifth seed because, you know, we're not in the right spot. And we got to go through the same fight of the same teams, which to me sucks because I'd like to see a situation where the two Metro teams play in the conference finals for the, that would be great. Yeah. But that never happens. It'll just, it's just get that again, you know, unless one of them's a wild card team. Yeah, it's just dumb to me. I I, just, I don't get it. I, I'd rather see the best seeding we can get, get the, you know, honestly, it would be cool if you do. I personally, I'd rather see like a total one to sixteen. Screw East and West, just go for it. One to sixteen, you get the, the the worst team from both conferences if you're the top seed in the whole the whole league. That's how I would rather see it because then it'd be really cool because you get like you know the whole mix. It's a tournament. Why isn't I mean the whole conference thing? Like yeah, we did it in baseball and and basketball and soccer or not soccer, uh, uh, football. Whatever. Football, football, there you go. Like football I mean, is the other one. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Like, who cares? Oh, the trophy for the conference. Give it a shit. You're not the fucking winner of the whole thing anyway. It's just another trophy to give away. Just go fucking wild. Be like, reseed everybody. 1 to 16. The regular season really matters. And then you, there you go. And you get some cool fucking matchups you wouldn't normally get. Yeah. So I like I like what Nick is saying. I, I'd be I'd be down for that. The one, 1 through 16 across conferences. But to me, the other... The other really good one is to go all the way to divisions and and do it like we used to have. Like if you if you you know if you're four divisions and the top four get in from each, fuck all the wild card shit. You got to be in the top four. You fight through your division and then you move on. I like like go one way all the way or go the other way all the way. Like the I don't like this bullshit of you know we're we're gonna have division play, but then you know the, who the hell knows who the wild card team's gonna be who the who the fourth seeds, you know, is the Metro number one going to play somebody from the, from the uh, Atlantic. Atlantic or what, you know, what, whatever. It, I, I think that's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't excite me this, this format. So in lieu but, of wild cards, you want the top four in each, in each of the divisions. Yeah. Your, your yeah, other way is way just two other. playoff rounds then, right? Two playoff rounds in the division. Yeah. I mean, like the, 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 the current Metro right. Atlantic and all that stuff, it's all set up for that. To, that. That would be the easier transition. So, yeah. But, yeah. But if you're going to reconfigure and go to one through eight, I don't know that you can have the Metro division and the Atlantic division anymore. Can you? There would just be names, really, at but, that point. Right. right. There would be names that, don't, that are completely meaningless because your playoffs are Eastern Conference, period, end. Unless I mean, they would do you, a thing where, where where they would like say, okay, we have these two divisions. The winner of each division gets a gets one of the top two seeds, something like that, which I could see them doing. And then they and then they could call it important for some reason to have divisions still. Which I don't. That's not what I would want to go for. I'm just saying that you know, trying to think like a Batman thinks. You know, I don't know. Well, if it was a Batman thing, I think they 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 would want to push for playing games. Yeah. True. So you'd have the you'd have the the four, the four teams fighting for the wild card play each other to fight to figure out who are actually the two wild card teams in a one game showdown between those between those guys. Seven, ten, eight, nine would play each other. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the winners of those two games get the wild cards. Get the yeah, and the, depending know. upon their standings or their seedings going into those games is who they would play one or two. But I, I don't know, the, the, the playoff format for me right now kind of fits with the divisions and what they got going right now. And look, in the first round, there's going to be two very good teams that get eliminated in the first round. And you know what? I think that would be the same if it was one through eight, right? Because the Rangers and Devils are four or five, and they and one of those teams would be eliminated in round one. So, so it doesn't really make a difference. Is what you're saying? Uh, no, they'd be three. It, Rangers be three six. Toronto, Tampa would be four five. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll I can check the math for you. Like, yeah. So if there's six pretty much really good teams, 
that are going to make the playoffs in, in the conference. Um, yeah, two of them got to go in the first round, no matter how you configure it. Well, thanks for checking my math, Bill. I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> Woohoo! At least two. Uh, look, I, I just think this the, the the playoff format fits with the divisions and the and and the conference and everything they got going for them right now. And if they have to change it and they want to go to one eight, I think it's something's gonna have to change with the divisions. And I don't think they want to do that. No. My opinion. Too much, too much juggling already. Let's you gotta live with it for a little while. Yeah, but I mean, Jesus, look at this. Have you guys seen the, the wild card race in the East right now? It's, it's like bat- it's like five points, right? That shit fucking crazy. One, I mean, two. even the, the fucking Flyers are still actually in it. Ottawa is fucking in it. Seven teams within five points of the wild card. It, it's quite remarkable. And just when you think Ottawa is dead in the water or Detroit, they got fucking five games in hand on 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 the Florida Panthers, who hold the first wild card spot, and and what the Islanders just jumped them. Buffalo, tonight? Buffalo, three points. You know this is going into tonight. Three points out of the playoffs, but they got three game, uh, five games in hand over the over the Islanders. Uh, no, six games in hands on the Islanders. Well, if you count tonight, well, yeah. Did they play tonight? Did Buffalo play tonight? No, but the Islanders were at 59 coming into yeah, tonight. and they're 60. Buffalo's played 54 games. Billy, check the math. Excellent. Thanks. A plus. Six games. And they got a six game. I mean, that's same thing with the Florida Panthers, too. Ottawa did play today, so fuck you. I was so talking, look about, at, I was talking lost to the Bruins. about Buffalo. So fuck if you. We look at, uh, look at Buffalo. points percentage. Point day. percentage. Shut up. <laughs> I was talking about Tom, not you. You can eat a dick too. I know. No, no, fight, fight. No. All right. So this, from the perspective of win percentage, to look basically like you know games played plus points or wins, whatever. Um, Buffalo is currently, if you look at it from that perspective, the last two teams in are Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Detroit and the Islanders are the next two down, and that's because Isles have played sixty games, and like I said, Detroit and Buffalo, they're fifty-five, fifty-four games Pittsburgh's mm-hmm. at 56 I mean I don't include the Rangers because they're uh 12 points ahead of of Pittsburgh yeah um, yeah so I'm not really top three in each there. division are pretty well set yeah they're pretty well set so it's just a matter of can the other teams in this you know will the Detroit Buffalo Pittsburgh will when they catch up in games will they be close to the Isles or will they just you know catch fire and win four or five games out of those games in that, you know, I, to be honest, it's, it's going to be pretty tight. I think I, I'm I'm scared because I don't know what the hell Lou's going to do if they're this close. There's not supposed to be at this point. Oh, he's going to make a boneheaded trade at some point. Oh, it's wait it's, for it. He's going to, it's, it's coming. It's coming. He's going to trade the future for some seventh defenseman yep. somewhere. Maybe he'll ask Anton Volchenkov to come out of retirement. And you guys can sign him or something. What happened with Barzell? Uh, lower body I don't know if injury. I'm jumping ahead into the metro, but yeah, lower, lower body injury. They said indefinitely at first, and then yeah. and then they said I don't know if they said officially, but I, week to week is what we're, the insiders are hearing. So, I mean, that was, week to week is not great. I know it's. Well, then the Islanders Twitter come out and say, we want to make clarification. We do expect him back before the this end of the year. year, people. Please calm down. Yeah, that's, that's what they said, but, you know, it's, it's so stupid. It's like, it can't be like two to four weeks. There's like week to week. Yeah. Could be any time. And then they say they think like that. And you're like, well, okay. Well, the, the season st- well, ends in, the season ends in April. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Mid April. So like, does that mean he's coming back at the end of April? Like we don't, that's not good if that's the case. I mean, there's 20 something more games, right? 22 more games I also have to play. So how many of Barzell game are we going to get in those, in those, in those, uh, 22? It's a lot. It's a lot. Quarter of the season. Check my math, Bill. That's quarter of the season. Everybody's math is just fan fucking tastic tonight. Let me tell you, it's unbelievable. What do we need Billy for? Nothing. I've, I've been asking that that's... same question. For 103 episodes. Well, what, and what, what am I going to do today? What am I going to? I'm going to say the same shit about the Penguins that I've said about them. 
Well, that's a that's a great well, segue. Let's, let's take a ride in the metros. Sponsored by Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance. Of everyone, all preference. We're all quick on the inside, anyway. Nestle Quick, it does the trick. Pens are losing ground, Bill. Well, yeah, and so I'm going to get us back on track for our tight 45. Because what the fuck am I going to say? Like I just said, um, yeah, the, the they haven't they haven't picked up a point since we last spoke um they've blown two third period leads um and uh and lost all their games uh they're they're awful um and, and somehow through all of this they're still in an advantageous position when it comes to the wild card because of all their games in hand um uh tristan jari returned tonight hip hip hooray not sharp yet was not good tonight um but he's back and and you know he's only played twice in the last one quarter of the season there's that quarter of the season again um you know in the last seven weeks he had played twice we had no idea when he was going to come back oh lo and behold he's back tonight so that's good but you know he he's got to get he's got to get his game back on track and and i and i don't know if he's going to stay healthy long enough to do that um so we'll see i mean uh, the best case scenario for the penguins uh again you know that they've got a little bit of an advent advantage with their games in hand they're they're not even even with all the points they've missed out on they're not in an awful spot to try to get to the playoffs if they get things on track, if Jari's healthy. But, you know, I, I could just, I could just, I know it's coming if they don't make a move for a goaltender that, you know, best case scenario, the Penguins, uh, Jari plays well, uh, gets them back where they're playing important games down the stretch. He's going to disappear suddenly with no notice. He'll, you know, they'll be ready to go into a game and then, oh, he's, and oh, it's, it's going to be dismissed tonight. He's going to disappear for three weeks more. Who, who knows? When they need him the most, he's not going to be there. So I want to see the Penguins. I, you know, they they did whatever they did with it in mind to make the playoffs. So make this move, Hextall. Where the fuck are you, Hextall? Make the fucking move. Get a goalie to for for the stretch run. If if he's the quote unquote backup for Jari, well, Jari's you know able to play for a couple of games. Okay, great. But but get somebody who's not such a huge drop off if you're really trying to make a push at this thing, if you're really trying to make playoffs, because if they, if they don't make a move on a goalie at this point, I, then, then the guy's asleep at the wheel and and the playoffs are not going to happen for sure. For sure. So that's what's going on with those Pittsburgh Penguins. Nick Icelanders roller coaster ride of a season continues. Week to week, week to week. <laughs> that's just, that's how it, it, it is to, to be an Island fan. Um, Right, yeah, this is another roller coaster week. Um, lost three two to Ottawa in a shootout in a game where they started their goal starting goaltender was playing his first ever NHL game, and he goes and makes forty six saves uh, to force the Islanders into a shootout, which they can never win. And uh, uh, just got again, they should have easily won this. It, it's 48 shots, man. And they, they only got two goals against a guy that's never played in the NHL before. Um, he played he played great, by the way. But when you're the on the other side of that, you gotta look at yourselves and go, how the fuck do we let a guy that's never played in the NHL as a goaltender make 48 saves on us? It's just it's not good. It was so that was the first start of the game of the week. Uh Penguins get you know, uh, a shot outplayed. Somehow managed to win that game five to four at home. Uh, next night they go and play Boston in a game that, if you look at the stat sheet, you'll go, "Oh, that looks kind of close." Uh, but if you watch the game, you would have—I mean, everyone in, that watches Islanders were like, "This is just a bloodbath." They got the shit kicked out of by Boston. Boston 
outclassed them and made us look like not playoff team. I mean, it's bizarre when you think of it that way. I mean, like usually the, the stats you kind of sh- could back it up, but now it's, that's not how it works. You got to watch the games. You can't just look at the stat sheet and say, oh, this team played better than this team. No, they, they, they bought Boston beat the shit out of the Isles mm-hmm. and show the, the gap between a contender and the team that barely is going to make the playoffs if they can. And then we have tonight where, of course, Islanders are down 2-1 in the third and somehow score two goals within a couple minutes uh, to take the lead in the third period against Bill's equally shitty Pittsburgh Penguins and we're getting up the, another empty netter to win the game. This, this, but I, I, neither of these teams deserve to make the playoffs, honestly. And maybe they won't. Maybe, the, maybe me and Bill are taking uh, some really golf trips after this because huh. those, uh, those teams are – I don't know. They don't video of that. I want to watch that. You play golf, both of us? My goodness. It'd be it'd be like watching the Isles and and Penguins play, honestly. Even better. So so yeah, up and down week. Uh Barzal, as we just mentioned, um took a hit. Uh didn't look that bad, but I guess need a knee in the boards and just it yeah, he's out. He's out week to week. Uh which doesn't sound very promising in a time where you need him the most. Um, but may, and you know, I was thinking about this um, this morning, before you know, while I was trying to drive around doing errands today. That this is that if if, if he goes down, you need someone to, to stand up in his place, uh, and and start filling the gap. And maybe that there's the urgency you need. Maybe that's the urgency to kick in the ass the team finally needs. But I don't know, man. I'm not sure if that's it's really the the time. It's 60 games into the season, and we we know what we are. And uh, without Barzi, it's going to be a lot harder to get through. Um, a bunch more games and, and keep that winning, keep us above a 600 win, win percentage the rest of the way out. That's really realistic what you got to do. You got to win two out of every three games going forward. I don't see a way you can make playoffs without it because there's too many games in hand for Buffalo and Detroit and Pittsburgh. So being five and six games ahead of those teams in the games played uh, column and only a few points up is not going to be enough. They're going to have to they need some help, and they need to. And I don't know if it's going to come out of a trade. I'm not really excited about about this trade deadline because, uh, you know, frankly, I don't know what else Isles can even trade at this point. I was hoping the end of the week we would be. I was hoping actually we would have lost the Penguin games because if we did, then maybe a seller. They'd be selling, but now it's they're still in that buy sell range where Lou's going to make that push probably to to make us probably make a dumb trade. I just don't see it how a single trade that would make our team worthwhile going forward, you know, into the playoffs for as a contender. I just, I just don't see it. The lanes lane Lambert's not, has not gotten the, the team structured enough in this whole season so far. He just, he's just been super inconsistent with them and players have been super inconsistent. But I think the biggest tell is that defensively they've been a mess. Trots left this year, last year and this year's, you know, he handed Lambert the keys and said, here you go. You know, defensive system works really well. we got this great, you know, set of defensemen and goalie, yada, yada, yada. And, man, they just – they've been a mess all season. And that's been – that's been the biggest killer. So I don't know if, if that – even if you made a trade, if it would do a, a single thing. I, I still think they're sellers because you can get stuff for – something for Barley. You can get something for Mayfield, something for Parise you can get something for these guys and, you know, take that back from the trade. You just made with Bo Horvat for Bo, Bo Horvat. Um, it won't be equal pieces, but maybe, maybe get lucky. And that's the whole, the whole thing is if you're going to send stuff out, you got to bring stuff back in. Cause they're not going to resign Barley at the same amount of money. He might come back cheap. Maybe if he wants to, uh, Mayfield's about to get paid. So we're not paying him whatever he's going to get. He's going to get something crazy probably on the open market. And then you got, uh, uh, Parise who, I mean, he probably comes back at the league minimum again if he wants to play because he likes playing here, uh, and you could just get something for him. So I don't know. That's my thinking. I think I think at some point though, if anybody else goes down, then you gotta you gotta start selling. Stephen, Devil's heating up. Yeah, you said it right, buddy. Um, they have 21 wins on the road this season, most in the NHL. So obviously their play at home was a little lacking, but they're six and zero in their last six at home. So that's a promising sign. This week they bucked the trend of going to uh, the extra frame, 
prior to this week, five of their last seven games went to either the shootout or the overtime and the four games this week, none of them did. So they beat Columbus last Tuesday. Unfortunately, Johnny hockey did score a goal against us, which was very annoying. Johnny hockey, but we won the game and that's all that mattered. Uh, last second goal by Ryan Graves in 274 NHL games. It was his first game winning goal. So congrats to Ryan Graves on that one. Um, Boquist and Sharon Govich really played well. So it was it was very refreshing to see that, especially out of Boquist. But Sharon Govich was all over the ice too. Um, they followed that up last Thursday with a 4-2 to defeat at St. Louis, which was on ESPN. And they looked lifeless. They just got outworked all over the ice. So we're not really going to talk about that. <laughs> Saturday against Pittsburgh, a uh, 5-2 victory. Surprisingly, Nathan Bastian and Jonas Siegenthaler were scratched for that game. Um, coach just thought he wasn't seeing the effort that they need to be putting in night in and night out, so he gave them both a night off. Uh, he sure scored a very nice shorthanded goal. It's the 100th of his career. Four-point night for him. This was uh, the return of Jack Hughes, two assists in his return. He wound up missing four games while he was week to week. So hopefully that'll be a an encouragement to Nick that maybe Barzell will only miss four games. And they rounded it off last night uh, with a 4-2 to two victory over Winnipeg. Surprising that they had Vanacek start against Pittsburgh and then Blackwood against Winnipeg in the back-to-back games, figuring Winnipeg would be the more difficult team. But Blackwood, you know, didn't start out great. But turned it on. You know, he wound up saving like the last 20 plus shots he faced. Um, another come from behind victory for the team. I think I read somewhere that it was like their 20th come from behind win this season. Um, Hughes held pointless, but the the lineup is starting, the, the lines are starting to really balance out nicely. Um, so it was Tatar, Heesher, and Mercer. Sharon Govich, Hughes, and Brett, and then Palat, Huala, and Zetterland. So it was a little weird to see Palat on the third line, but it really gave the team that depth that you need. So I think, again, moving forward, I don't think Timo is going to happen. I think there's just too many people saying he's the perfect fit and they're the perfect team. They've got the assets needed. Um, I just think sometimes when it's too perfect a situation, it doesn't work out. Hey, Mike Rupp is pulling for you guys hard. Of course he is. Mike Rupp's a you know, devil's legend. Of course he wants the organization to do well. Um, so they need more production out of third and fourth line and a defensive defenseman. Those are my two wish list items. This coming week, Tuesday versus Montreal at home, Thursday versus Los Angeles at home, and then Saturday versus the Fuck the Flyers at home. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. And then they head back out west the week after that. Uh, one more bit I'd like to add is uh, a little bit of a devil's prospect review from Bill, who was uh, out in Ohio at the Michigan game, the outdoor game. Uh, Michigan, what was uh, Bill? What was your take on uh, Luke Hughes? He was scratched. Okay, and that was your devil's prospect update. Thanks, Bill. All right, Rangers this week going to be a lot shorter than last week, I promise. Oh God. Um, they they uh, they complete their Western Canada road trip. What's uh, very troubling is that they gave up. 10 goals in the four games that included tonight in the first period, 10 goals in four games in the first period. It's the average of what? 2.5 per game. Billy check, check that math. That, that good. Bingo. Woo! I fucking am on fire tonight. But Where was the, that uh, ability when you were in college? I, <laughs> uh, the, so the, uh, the, the real nemesis game was, was the Edmonton game where they, uh, they, they were losing what four to four to one or four four nothing at one point in that game. Uh, it was four one actually three one and and then four one and they came back and, and beat Edmonton in a shootout. Um, but listen, they they're getting contributions up and down the lineup, especially from Kreider, Lafreniere, Zabenejad in that game. Um, it was just a, a really good feel good comeback win against you know. Edmonton, Calgary, that trip is never pleasant for the Rangers. They, they typically don't do well in those games. Um, 
and and it showed the next night in Calgary, uh, going down two nothing in the in the first period, and then ultimately coming back and winning that game in overtime. Another Lafreniere uh, goal in this one in overtime for the game winner. And then you know I gotta say fuck you schedule maker. <laughs> You know, you, you go on the road, you go to Western Canada, you're out of the Eastern time zone and, and you play a back-to-back Friday and Saturday night and they give you a day off Sunday to play uh, a, a, very, a very good Winnipeg team. And the Rangers kind of held their own in this game. They just they just did not have the scoring in this game at all. Um, and like I said before, Connor Hellebuck was amazing in this game. Billy, if there was ever a goaltender that you'd want to trade for, it's Connor Hellebuck. He, oh, yeah, he's not going. He was on the market. He's not going. Yeah, holy anymore. shit, yeah. He's not. <laughs> go, go make that happen. What a fucking idiot you are. Uh, I'd part with I'd part with Bluger in a second round pick. What the hell? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, listen, I think that would be enough to get him. But in this game, the Rangers they, they're gonna shots. want Tanif. <laughs> 51 <laughs> shots on goal, power play 0 for 4. Um, it was a, just a uh a, a game where they had opportunity after opportunity, not only on the power play, but on two-on-ones and odd man rushes. And they just couldn't get it past Hellebuck. It also doesn't help. We don't put traffic in front of a goaltender and he sees everything from the fucking point. Uh, but this week, the Rangers go on the road uh, on Thursday night uh, at Detroit, uh, at Washington on Saturday, and a home and home on Sunday with the LA Kings. Five o'clock start on Sunday, the 26th. A, ho- a home and home with LA? Uh, no, no, a back to back. I meant sorry. Okay. Washington on Saturday, LA Kings on on Sunday. One o'clock start on Saturday. Five p.m. start on Sunday. Jesus, weird, weird fucking times. Um, the reason why the Rangers played tonight instead of tomorrow night. Carrie Underwood is playing oh, the well, card tomorrow yeah. night. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Dolan's got his priorities, man. Listen, Carrie Underwood is is certainly a priority over over hockey washington to la back to back is more of a fuck you than only getting one day off after coming home why you're at washington then home against la oh i thought you had to go to i thought you said we already did that we already did that western western road trip so thank yes that would be a gigantic fuck you mike could you imagine that oh yeah no 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 but the rangers are uh in the east only leave the eastern time zone one more time and that's in April to play the St. Louis Blues. Uh, so they don't have any monumental travel coming up. Um, everything is uh, is pretty close to home. So no excuses. Thank God. Thank God. Oh, oh I almost forgot. Rangers trade for Tyler Mott. Uh, they give up um, Julian Gauthier and a conditional seventh, which becomes a sixth if they uh, if they win a, a playoff round. And listen. Tyler Mott is somebody that I wanted at the beginning of the year for Rangers to sign for him all year to, to get him back um, and to really bolster that fourth line that got shut down and actually didn't have a shift in the second and third period in, in the Calgary game. Big, big time win for the, for the uh, fourth line. Now they just got to figure a way to get VZ down to the fourth line and get somebody else to replace him on the line with Kreider and Zabinjad. And then listen, let's go. Let's 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 go. Um, we're ready to go. I think we're ready to go now. Still, still got to uh, play the rest of the games in the season. Ah, uh, I mean, I don't. I, I understand you're well, ready listen, to go at, at this point. Still got to. If, still if gotta the go top three the in the conference in in the in the uh, division already set, what's still, the point? Of still got to. What's the point? Still got to play to to the middle of April though. Yeah, I guess. I guess. And now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong bell. Who roared to NHL stardom as quote the Woods? Golden Jet? Tiger Woods. Woods. Uh-huh. No. Oh, God. Tiger roaring. Ah, that was good. That was good. No, he's he's got to have he's got to have blonde hair. 
long blonde hair, right? Wayne Gretzky. Like a no, I, I, that was C. That was C on the. Uh, Danny Rodriguez. Uh, no, not the Jet. No. Because it's hockey, I should have jet. said Tiger Williams, right? He was a flyer. Tiger Williams roared. Fuck the it is unfortunate the way they worded this. Uh, was he question, one of the? Like was he one of the? On was one? Of, was he one of the choices at least? No. Then why no. did they put roared in the fucking question? I really don't see any reason why they used Christ. that. Bill, this book that, is fucking terrible. Yeah. I know. <laughs> How many more we have left? Not too many, right? Oh, uh, like forty-six or something. Oh like that, my god! Jesus Christ! This is terrible. It's almost. A um, yeah. Can you repeat the question? Because I got I got sidetracked after you said roared. Who roared to NHL stardom as quote the Golden Jet? Ah, oh, he played for the Jets, right? Tay Mussolini. No, sir. No, he, he did not play for the Jets. Uh, the Golden was... Jet was Brett Hull. Oh. Uh no, no. The, half of him was Brett Hull, I guess technically. Brett okay. How do you get a half of a hockey player? <laughs> How does that happen? DNA wise, Brett Hole was half of the Golden Jet. Oh, uh, duh, it's it's duh. It's Joe Namath. Yeah. It's Joe oh Namath, right? no, NHL. It. No yeah, NHL. Oh, sorry, Nick, did I beat you to it? Yeah, I was. I was trying. Uh, I was like, oh, oh yeah, I got a good one. Zar <laughs> oh, Kelly. Zar no. Kelly. Golden Jet. <laughs> Said no, Antonio golden, Cromartie. That was the golden shower, R. Kelly. Oh. Antonio um, Cromartie. He's got. A, he's had a lot of kids. No, the, the, he was a football player. Again, but you're talking about genes, so I figured he's, his genes are in everybody at this point. Uh, was it Iceman? Yeah. Iceman, heavy Iceman. George Gervin. I. Malcolm. Uh, like Iceman from Top Maverick. Gun. Maverick. Uh, Maverick. Was it Goose? No. Goose. No. Oh, it was Goose. not anybody from Top Gun. It was an NHL yeah. star. There. Were, I don't remember any mention of hockey in that movie. Um, Katy Perry, she roared. Oh, no, not Katie. Roar. I do like when Katy Perry roars, though. What about it? Was it the Tiger King? What was that guy's name? I love that guy. No, uh, he's in prison. No, he wasn't in the NHL. I, I, wow, I, I really regret. I didn't write this book, but I so regret the use of the word roared. It's just not. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, J- James Earl Jones, right? He roared. Oh, in, in right, Lion in, King. Lion King, yeah. No. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You know how I know you're a dork? I live in Florida. Close exactly. Uh, oh, man. Roared. Roared. It was good in coming to America, though. Oh. Well, he had the lion, the lion on his, on his, on his <laughs> shoulder. That was, that was good. Arsenio Hall. <laughs> No, Eddie Murphy. No. Oh, I, why are we going toward black it, comedians? I don't. Was it? Was it just Ward, let Stanley Cup? Stop. Eric LaSalle. <laughs> no, Eric no, LaSalle. No. Lord Stanley. No. Not uh, well, at least we're getting back to hockey. I like Lord Stanley as an answer. Um, uh, a multiple choice. Yeah. Oh, Lord, uh, Phil Esposito. Phil Esposito. Do right? we say Tamu Solani? Esposito was. Steve, you're gonna laugh. He did, he did say. I asked if we said it. I asked if we said it. You're gonna, you're you're gonna was, you're a, was like this dark Italian. No, it, it, what? You sure? You guess, Tony Esposito. I mean, no. The, his brother, they shared the same both, genes. They were both so Italian. Why would an Italian? Timo, Timo Meyer. Got to be Timo Meyer. Uh, <laughs> no. You're making no, Steve upset. Don't don't do that to Steve. Adam Graves. Adam Graves. <laughs> no. Did somebody say Adam Graves yet? Oh no, no, he played. He it, they mixed up the nicknames, right? Pavel Bure. No, they didn't mix up the nicknames. No, it was not Pavel Bure. It was not the. the what was the he? Russian the Russian rocket. rocket? What are you talking about? No. How do you get Russian rocket out of Golden Jet? Oh my God! Flies. Can we have the tri- the multiple choice question? <sighs> yes. A. Bobby Hull. B, Bobby Orr, C, Wayne Gretzky, which we already know it wasn't because that was a guess. D, Gordy Howe. Of course it was Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr. Yeah. Bobby. No. It was no. Bobby. No. Brett Hall. Brett Hall. Brett Hall. No, we already Brett guessed Hall. Brett Hall. No. Damn it. And, and then I said half of him was 
If if Bobby Orr Hull. and Brett Hull had a kid, it would be this person. Bobby Orr what? Orr Hull? <laughs> Bobby Orr what? Um, Gordy Howe. There was not Gordy Howe. Come on, Bobby Hull, let's go. All right. <laughs> Nick got it. Impressions with Nick. Fucking great. <laughs> Associated with the New Jersey Devils. No. Is this person associated with the New York Rangers? No. This person is associated with the New York Islanders. No. Is this person associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins? Yes. <laughs> Woo! Is this person a former player for the Penguins? Yes. Is this, is this person a... won a Stanley Cup with the Penguins? Yes. Was this player a forward? No. Did he win a Stanley Cup on the Penguins in the 90s? No. All right, defenseman Penguin Cup, Sergey Gonchar. No. Chris Latang. No. Was he a player? mental for the Penguins when they won the Cup? Uh... Price, Nick, is uh, five, six, no, seven seconds. No, no. Is this know. player on the 2016 Stanley Cup team? Yes. This is Ian Cole. Yes! Ding, ding, ding. Well done, Bill. Was Thank this you. player a rental? You're a fucking rental. Who asked that kind of question? Jesus Christ. It would narrow it down for Bill. Because you're bound to pick a player that only played 37 right. seconds for the team. Was it Aaron Asham? <laughs> well, it was defenseman during the cup run that wasn't the 90s. So obviously it's during the, the 2000s or, you know. Right. Well, there's not that yeah, many defensemen that played from? on those years. Why, why did you pick Ian? Cole. His birthday is tomorrow. Well, happy, Cole. happy President's Day birthday to tomorrow. First. tomorrow. Today's President's Day. Yeah, I know. Today's President's Day. But it's a yeah. it's a floating holiday. It could be his birthday can land it's, on it's President's Day. It's not a floating Day. holiday. It's a federal holiday that's today. But it's oh, yeah, it's, yeah, the, yeah, right. it's on right. Monday. It's, it's not a Monday. number yes. day. It that makes it's around. Holiday? Steve, it's a floating holiday for almost everybody. Right? No, I, it's look, a floating holiday, a floating in, holiday in in as much as it doesn't always fall on the same exact day. So is, is that is that what the, a floating holiday is? I just made I mean, that up. I think. Yeah. I, I just meant well, to be like okay. nobody gives a shit about President's Day, so it's, it could be a day off. You don't. You never know. It's like an optional I day. I care a lot about President's Day, Nick. I oh, get yeah? off. I played golf. It was beautiful out. Come on. What'd you shoot? Oh, it was it was atrocious. A Benjamin. It was bad. Washington. It, it was bad. What the Flyers guy shoot? I don't know. I didn't keep a score, nor did I care. How do you measure? How'd you measure yourself against him? By height, and I was shorter, <laughs> much shorter. This guy's tall. All right, let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Brought to you by uh, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Flavor, 
right. This one's going to bring us to the year of our Lord, 2019. Please go to July 19th of 2019. By the way, that was the day after my birthday. By the way, Frank Troy's favorite segment of the Friends and Rival podcast. I mean, who? Shout out to Frank. Even though he was sure to say Tom is a very twisted individual for the, the stories. Right. Listen. <laughs> Well, I, I twisted. I, it, well, listen, Billy is just as twisted as I am. He has he has contributed to this segment. Oh, where is that why you use my where story? Where was your song last week, Bill? <laughs> where was your song last week? I come up. I'm inspired Bill's by you to come up with one story. Bill's a weirdo. <laughs> uh, Friday, July nineteenth, two thousand nineteen, was the Somfy work picnic. So breakfast was a Belvita and a can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. You got cheese for Lunch. breakfast? Huh? That was a terrible joke. Move on. I asked if you had cheese for breakfast. <laughs> Get in. Belvita. Yeah, Bell no, no. Go. Yeah, okay. Bell, Bell no, no. We, yeah. We get it. Yeah. Good. Insert how many car crashes are you waiting to insert? How many? How many are coming? Lunch was a cheeseburger, ribs, and some chicken wings and a diet soda. Uh, Dinner was Panera half and half. So that's like, you know, Half a salad and then half probably like a Sierra turkey sandwich. You made a salad? Uh, yeah, Caesar salad. The, Caesar the most salad. unhealthy oh, salad be. you can find, yeah. And then a, a well, can no, no, of... the Wendy's taco salad is probably the okay. most unhealthy ta- a salad imaginable. And then a can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar as well with dinner. Tom, why did you pick Friday, July 19th? Yeah, I'm shocked I'm that you're scared asking of what happened. why. I want to know what happened at this picnic. I'm, I'm riveted. Um, so that was the day Warren police arrested 24-year-old Christian Collins? Who spells their, who's, what Christian spells their name? K-H-R-Y-S-T-I-A-N. His parents were assholes. That's all. Oh, my God. Where, 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 is, where did this gentleman reside? Warren? <laughs> it's a warren municipal court uh yeah these, these people usually don't get far from home yeah i'm not sure where where he hails from uh anyway he was arrested uh for uh obstructing official business resisting arrest and trespassing and domestic violence for trying to avoid to have sex with his girlfriend. This is mind-boggling to some that you could get arrested for trying to avoid having sex with your girlfriend. Uh, It sounds like he was... uh... Just trying to avoid getting raped. I'm sorry to have well, to use any... the R word, but well, according to the report, the 24 year old woman called officers to her South Fiedler drive home Thursday afternoon because Collins had locked himself inside of her. What kind of car do you think it is? Oh, Toyota it's... Corolla. No, Volkswagen. <laughs> Good guess, Nick. No, Bill. Uh, 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 uh... Uh, forward. Uh, her Kia Optima and refused to get out of the car. Uh, the first officers to arrive spoke to Collins through the passenger side window that was cracked open a few inches. Uh, the reports say Collins told the officer that he locked himself in uh, his girlfriend's car because she always wants to have sex and it was too hot in the apartment. Well, you can't have sex when it's too hot in the apartment, obviously. Uh, Police say his girlfriend confirmed Colin's story, saying he ran out of the apartment because he didn't want to have sex with her. 
Uh, more officers arrived, including pol a police supervisor who tried to coax Collins out of the car. Earl, you got to get down here. This guy doesn't want to have sex with his girlfriend. <laughs> exactly. It's always an Earl. Uh, the report says Collins rolled up the windows as the police supervisor reached inside to unlock the door. You it dumbass. was too hot. It was too hot in the Gosh. apartment. Wait, but do, a fully closed car, not hot, not too hot. But do, and in July, it wouldn't be that hot. Now it said he rolled up the windows as the officer reached in. Do you think he had crank windows? No, no. Kia Optima, no. Kia Optima, right? No, they never power had windows. crank windows. Always power windows. All right. Um, da, 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 da. The police officer managed to unlock the car, and the police pulled him out of the car after he refused to budge. College was. Uh, Collins, who told police he was injured, of course, was first taken to St. Joseph's Hospital for treatment before he got booked into jail because the girlfriend told police that Collins threatened to hit her. He was also charged with domestic violence. Collins pleaded not guilty to the charges during a video arraignment um, and another court hearing is scheduled for September. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with the shit? It's so disgusting. So listen, if you don't want to have sex with your girlfriend, don't threaten her with violence and then go out into the car. Just leave. Can't believe it. Well, well said. Well said. We should all learn something from this. Oddly enough, probably the most tame story you found yet. No. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm going to go ahead and agree with that. <laughs> have you ever been in a position where you didn't want to have sex and left? I mean, I don't care how ugly the girl was. I never had to lock myself into anything to get out of sex. I, did, no, I could just I, say, I've just said no, you know. You, wait, you have said, you've actually said no? Uh, sure. 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 Your mom's not listening to this. I hope. I Well, it wasn't my mom who was asking. What the fuck oh, did no. we do? I, for? I, think, I think we're all, we're all happy about creep. that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, uh, what, Billy, what date did that happen on? I don't. I didn't make a note of it. Why would I make a note down. of that? Wait, I actually have it noted in my planner. Hold on, let me grab that that one. <laughs> I mean, with those glasses and the fucking mullet. I mean, not Steve. Have you ever turned down sex? Uh, I'm gonna say probably. It, you can't. Maybe if I it. didn't feel well, like if that, maybe if my tummy ached a little bit. I mean, that, that, but you're turning down your wife. That doesn't count. That's built-in sex. That doesn't count. Okay. And I don't think I've ever turned my wife down for sex. I, I don't care if I had COVID or if my leg was falling off. <laughs> I'm not sure I, I ever said no. Are you, are you thinking like yeah, every time's the last time, Tom? Is that kind of the whole thing? Like she Tom, may agree this again. Tom treats <laughs> sex the way dogs treat food. You never know when you're going to eat again. A dog never knows when it's going to eat again. So it will always eat no matter what. But no, that's an analogy. That fun. Why wouldn't you want to do it every single time? It's not a not want to do it. Uh -huh. It's not always a girlfriend that's trying to get you to have sex. That's or it hasn't always been. It, it's well, you know, well, the, there's the a random. Listen, and everything is pre-marriage. Yeah, yeah. So if 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 I was approached by somebody that I didn't want to have sex with, back, back. to 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 go ahead and have sex, why why would I'm not going to say no? It's happened. That has happened. Obviously pre-marriage because nobody's fucking offering now. Listen, listen. If, if Timo Meyer came up to you and was like, "We're, I want to have sex with you," I'd say he's got to, he's got to, he's got to sign a six-year deal with the Devils first. I would say, and then I would. Steve's a prenup first. You are a true. I need, a, I need a six-year, seven point five million per deal signed, and then yeah. we can, we can talk. Uh, well, thank God we only have one more episode before the fucking trade deadline. Oh man, we have to fucking talk about this. A month and a half we've been talking about the yeah. fucking trade deadline. Jesus you, Christ, you've been I talking about Patrick it since August. I've been talking about it since last trade yeah. deadline. Not what you're talking about. Please, Patrick Kane, just go somewhere. 
and this. God, I hope yeah. he goes to Toronto. That would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, that would be no so way. fucking funny. <laughs> no he way. He would be but so. Those, up- those are the. Those are the two teams that he, he's like, You would be so upset if he goes to Toronto. I would be for sure. But I don't think Toronto has. What are they going to trade? The 2029? 20, I, I have no idea. Yeah, draft I have, pick? Again, I don't know. You know, maybe Minnesota will eat, you know, 75% Minnesota. of a contract this time for a third round pick. Uh, yeah. yeah, 25% of the salary is what? For a fourth or round a fourth pick? rounder. That's, that's, that's good. Good for them. Good for them. Fuck them. All right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, don't forget to go on the Twitter at friends underscore rivals, uh, Facebook, YouTube, friends and rivals podcast. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read them on the air if you want us to turn on notifications so you never miss an episode of the friends and rivals podcast. Billy, say something, buddy. I figured out where Christian's from based on your story because uh, I was just in Ohio this past weekend and uh, all of them unfuckable, the entire goddamn state. All of them are unfuckable, so I'm sure that's where. Uh, and with a stupid name like that, he was probably an Ohio State grad. So I, I know it. There you go. We figured it out. There you have it. Now you can sing us out. Oh, my friends and rivals, flyers fuck, flyers fuck, flyers fuck off. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck, flyers fuck off. Played golf with a fucking flyer fan today. Douche. Was he lefty too? No, he was right. He had PXG clubs. Yeah, of course he did. Of course he did. He hit the ball a ton. Why was why was the lefty a thing? What's that? Why was why was the why was there a lefty question? What, lefties what are atrocious. Lefties are not allowed to play golf. They're the worst. They're terrible. Jay Hutchinson. Any, any, <laughs> wait, Billy, aren't you lefty? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, except for you though. Yeah, no, but you're, you're you're cool. I mean, well, I mean, when you made the point about it, I mean, I am an awful golfer, so uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't really, I couldn't, I really didn't have a comeback for that. <laughs> Guilty as charged. <laughs>